good to me. Live from the Black Heart of St. Paul, we are the Dave Zeno, and we're in fucking person. This is the Dave Zeno. You want me to be that type of dude, and I want to be who you like me to, but we both know I can't do nothing at all. actually back live in person i'm looking at people i could actually like make out with my co-host across the table if i really wanted to which um, is mj jump across the, the table record. and uh <laughs> make no out one wants to make out with me that's true that's not true mj i'm sure someone wants to make out with you <laughs> i don't know who they are but i'm sure someone wants to make out with you um, if you find out will you let me know i will i will do that uh this is our first time ever or, or sorry first time not ever first time Back in person since uh, the whole goddamn pandemic shut this thing down. When was was me? It was me, you, MJ, and then Dan and uh, Bill McGuire. We recorded a podcast, I believe, like early, early March Correct. of 2020, and we haven't been in person to record a podcast since then. So it is my first. It is, and it's and it's Jessica's first uh, live podcast ever. I'm holding the microphone to my nose <laughs> to make sure I'm close enough. Yeah, you're doing you're doing a good job. Everything's, Thank you. Everything's coming up. Thank you. Coming up gravy. I had to like relearn how to do all this shit through audacity it's a good good times i am um, so excited right now what yeah. this means listeners is if you do not like the audio balance of this podcast you can blame texas zeller you can blame uh west Berdine, the black heart of st paul and uh, it's not for, zoom's for fault that. it's We're, not my lack of fancy <laughs> ma- microphone i now have a fancy microphone right here yeah. on my nose so we're gonna hope to do this live most weeks I, obviously we reserve the right to like Pop, in the, do it pop in the Zoom if we need to. Uh, do if we need to do a later podcast for some reason, aka my kids are fucking around and being assholes or something. Um, we reserve the right to do that. But uh, but yeah, we're gonna try to do live. So if you ever want to come, hang out with us, buy us beers. We'll be at the Black Cart of St. Paul most uh, most Mondays at 7 p.m. to record the podcast. And if we're not gonna be here, I will certainly let us, let you guys know so you don't show up and then just you know buy beer from west for whatever reason uh you know just or because it's awesome if you're gonna buy me multiple beers i might ask that you let me know in advance so that i can uber also good to know you want to buy jess multiple beers because jess let, can only have one beer on a monday night just let if us she drives herself just let us know uh all right um speaking of beer good segue thank you jess uh we have the patreon beers um most of the beers have been distributed uh, i think there's like nine of you out there still that have either uh indicated you want the beer to go to a friend um or you've not indicated how you want me to get you your beer literally two of you like live within like i don't know maybe 10 minutes from the black heart so if you want to come get your beer while we're at the black heart um holler at me i normally have beer in my in my car uh so please do that uh the we'll be getting the uh heath out stout beer which is the second beer of the um the triumvirate of beers you're going to get this year uh heath out stout so should have that hopefully next week. Again, well, we, I can bring a bunch uh, in my car. Um, if you want to swing by the black card and pick it up, you certainly can do that. Uh, otherwise, we can figure out time when you guys are going to be at the black card. I'll be at the black card, and we'll. Uh, he pretty much lives here. I do pretty much. And I can also. Leave, I can also like, if I'm not here for some reason, which I don't understand why I wouldn't be here, 
um, I can leave it here with the bartenders. They know who I am. They know I can say, oh, yeah, kind of a big deal. The most important thing is, is you don't wait so long where David has to leave it with MJ and then MJ drinks your beer. We don't want that. No one wants that. Um, so if don't you're sitting, do <laughs> oh yeah, um, I think we'll actually have a, a few extra Heath out stouts available. Um, if people still want to get involved, the Patreon, patreon.com slash the Daves. I know it helps support the Daves that, you know, all right. A- anything else? Any guys, how are you guys doing? I forgot to ask how you guys are doing. Jerk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. really good. I'm so excited to be here. I just took a million selfies, and I'm definitely <laughs> going to retweet when the, this episode is posted. I'm totally going to retweet with my nose on this microphone <laughs> selfie. Yeah, get ready. All right. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. MJ, how are you doing? I am very hungry, but other than that, I'm... I mean, you're good. literally eating a pizza right I'm now, very bud. good. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, if you don't know MJ... If MJ doesn't have food either going into his system or about to go into his system, you don't know MJ because that's how, that's how MJ, MJ functions in, in real life. So, uh, All right. Well, let's talk about what the fuck just happened, um, which was a, a really uh, – I don't even know interesting is the right word. A game happened. Yeah. And, and we won it. And we, and we, and we won it. And we <laughs> – we beat a team that we have not beaten for a very, 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 very long time. Who had been um, unbeaten until they met us. Who were unbeaten. Uh, they they had the, the longest ever winning streak to start an MLS season with 13 games unbeaten. Wah, wah, it's over now, bitches. Yeah, they were, uh, I think they were like eighth or eighth or ninth in terms of like the length of unbeaten streaks in MLS history with uh, 15 games from going back to uh, 2020. Um, we don't want to talk about that at all. Anyways... Minnesota United won. won. Uh, the stupid fucking Sounders zero. It's a good game. I, I I can't even tell you how disappointed I am that I'm. First of all, I'm I'm very happy that my I was proven wrong in my prediction, but I'm also very sad that this was the game that I thought I couldn't bear to see in person because I thought I would literally riot because it wasn't looking good statistically speaking. And I gave them to my brother-in-law. Well, my cousin-in-law, my cousin's husband, whatever. Um, and I'm really jealous now. that. But I, I made out with money, so I guess there's that. Drinks on me. I thought you said you made out with money. Is money a good oh. kisser? With money. Is money a good kisser? Money is a delightful oh, kisser. Oh, listen, man. Okay. Money, money is like the best, the best cocksucker of all time. Okay. When I think about you, I touch myself. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, MJ, what did you think of the game? You were there, right? Yes. I saw you. I'm also glad that I was proven wrong, but you have to understand the method behind the madness that is MJ and tangentially possibly MJ and on is that I was picking against them while they were winning and then I picked them to win and they lost. So, and then they drew and I was like, okay, we have to stop picking them to win. Giving, giving Heath that fuel that he needs, the, the, the MJ uh, fuel yeah. that he absolutely needs. We, we all needs know there. that some poor intern listens to this podcast, and anything oh. negative that, no, that we... Don't. Oh, no, no, they're, no. Listen, people do. <laughs> I, 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 pity, I pity that person. Like yes. interns? Yes, really? I'm sorry, intern Dave. Um, intern Dave, um, if you are, if you are uh, hurting, um, you can just shoot me an email. The Dave's I know at man at gmail.com. Listen, um, intern Dave. 
Well, uh, no, why haven't you maybe fixed, it's, maybe it's been fixed really, everything we've talked about to date since probably, I've been on the podcast? It's probably Intern Alley because Intern Dave, uh, we've already had 20 different Dave interns, and we just keep we keep firing them because they keep fucking up. So oh. it's probably Intern Alley or something over at uh, Minnesota United. Jessica, probably. It's prob- well, no, it's probably a you know, it's, no, it's probably like an Alley or an Allison. Uh, Listen, twenty-year-old white girl Allie, from Carlton or something. Contact me, please do. Anyway, MJ, sorry, <laughs> I digress. <laughs> the, the poor intern at Minnesota United that has to listen to this. I can't. I, I know that you pass on all of my negative reg- rhetoric to make sure that if Heath wants to use it as bulletin board material to motivate the players, you know, and I'm not going to take any responsibility. Or of course you want claiming success for Minnesota United. No, not at all. I'm not going to claim that at all. But what I will say is we seem to do better when I haven't picked the loons to lose. Well, I think, yeah, go I ahead. I think em. we just need to keep doing that then, MJ. Yeah. Be a team player. Yeah. Do hit, what you got to do. Let's hit on this fucking team because it's really hard to do that. So it's um, super let's, hard. let's jump into the game. Uh, so. It's weird because I was actually watching. Like, so I was also at the game um, in the Wonder Wall, right behind the goal, as I normally am with my wife. And you didn't get it in the face. I did not get a uh, blast in the face. So, but hanging out with my beautiful wife uh, at the game. Did your wife get blasted in the face? She did not. Later. Okay. Not. Uh, Later? Not during the game. Later. Yeah. Not during yeah. the game. Yeah, slugger. Not during the game. Um, also, I punched my wife in the face. I did not punch my wife. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It was. It was actually. I thought so. I read I read a bunch of stuff um, on a couple different of the soccer slacks that I'm in that had very different opinions of the first half of the game. Um, What's well, not spent a ton of time in the first half because there was not a ton in the first half. But I heard a lot of negative twits. I yes, everybody I talked to or, or interacted with was like very negative on how this team was playing, and I thought that this team basically, like, while they did not create many chances in the first half, Holding them they off controlled... The, the game was pretty much entirely in Seattle's half in the first half. Like, there was hardly any until in, like, the 42nd, 43rd minute. Um, I think that MJU alluded to here. Um, there wasn't really any opportunities in Minnesota's half. And so, while, yes, they did not create good opportunities, they certainly controlled the game. So, tell us about what happened in the 43rd minute, MJ. Madranda splits Debasi and Gasper and gets a little toe poke shoot. Miller makes the save. He has to dive to make it. He has to move, but it's definitely a save within Miller's ability. The hilarious part was before Madranda got the ball, Montero passes the ball, and Dotson's moving towards the ball trying to make a play on either the ball or Montero, and he falls down. Yeah, and it was if, kind of hilarious. If it were if it were not our player, I would say that's like a uh, you know little circus music sort of fun yeah. little video clip. Like Benny, but, you know, Benny Hill. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Uh, and so yeah, but yeah, I mean, it, in the end, Miller makes a great save. Okay, when I was watching the the highlights of this match to do my homework before joining you gents. I noticed that Kendra, I think it was Kendra. 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 Well, it's a related note, if I'm not saying her name correctly. But they were saying Debasi or Debasi. That's because it was the ESPN broadcasters. And they were saying it wrong and we're saying it it right. It was Kendra was on the color for ESPN. 
Have we been mispronouncing his name wrong this whole time? Possibly. Um, I I think we need to look that up because I I. I most literally has a has a uh, pronunciation guide. So I so do does try. Minnesota United. Yeah. I do try to say the things the right way. I'm not saying that I'm always successful. I'm not saying I always try hard enough. Right, you sorry. are the French expert on this. Charles Gasper uh, <laughs> fucked up on that one. Gaspar. Gaspar. Uh, and then so so yeah, that was like the one the one good chance that not even it wasn't even a good chance honestly that either team had really in the first half uh 48th minute there was actually um 48th minute of a of two minutes of stoppage time in the first half which is weird because they had uh, a water break and they only had two minutes of stoppage time in the end of the first half um but there was a uh, seattle corner quick uh deflected by sissoko and uh mj um fragapane uh had a decent chance it's probably the, the only other good chance in the first half yeah so it was really cool to see. This is the second game in a row we've seen Fragapane kind of cover for Chase Gasper on the left back position. This time, somebody's got to. He was assigned to be on near post. I don't know why you have someone that short be assigned to be on near post, but uh, I because you can because you can run out quick if you need to if you need to like take a yeah but like if it's a header you want someone taller there, but if it's a header it's not it's. Header's not going to come into the near post that the goalkeeper's not going to get to. Honestly, I think if you want, you you want your shortest guy. If you if you want a short guy, you want him on the near post. Okay, so he, I sit run out I there. sit corrected by the <laughs> soccer tactics expert David. He is but, sitting, by the way, not standing. Corrected. Yes, but, but fra- I, I digress. Either way, se- second week in a row, Fragapane has a great clearance off the goal yeah. line, um, helping Miller out, helping us keep the clean sheet to that point. Yeah. So going in the halftime um, again, like I said, Minnesota had clearly been the better team in most of the first half. Fifty-four percent um, possession, I think, at the time. Yeah, and um, really, it wasn't until like the 40th minute that Seattle actually started like creating any sort of opportunities for themselves. And so, I don't know. All of us are sitting in the Wonderwall, thinking like, "All right, well, so Seattle weathered the storm. They did okay. They'll figure it out, and they're gonna um, you know turn it on in the second half." Uh, and you know, make the changes that need to happen in order for them to beat Minnesota. And I, we should also point out too, um, as we're talking about this game, is that this is a very, very, very weekend Seattle side, right? They have like uh, who traveled with the team but did not play, as we kind of uh, predicted in our last podcast. Um, obviously, they have they have a ton of injuries. They have guys out for Gold Cup right the now. Galen was with Martinique. Yeah, um, Alex Roldan is with El Salvador, and Christian Rodon is with uh, the U.S. Um, Kunu's out. Uh, you know, Jordan Morris is out. There's just they have lots of they have lots of uh, lots of people who are out right now. Nicholas Lodero is injured. Yeah, Lodero's out. Stephen still out. Fry's injured. However, I would say that with the exception of the Gold Cup exodies, they have maintained an unbeaten streak that puts them at the top of the MLS table without all these players. Right. So all of you Seattle fans that are jumping on Twitter to comment to people you don't know personally. And saying, oh, this is a weekend Seattle side. Yeah. Like, if you're going to claim the success and the brilliance of Brian Schmetzer in his using subs and reserve players to create this amazing undefeated streak, and you're going to like celebrate all that, then you can't use that as an excuse when you fucking lose. Yeah, fuck you, Seattle. Uh, all right, so... <laughs> Second half starts. Uh, game, you know, it's more or less the same. Um, Seattle has a little, a few more opportunities. Um, 
However, so, wait, wait. Give me a give me a fan's eye view, a Dave's eye view. Like, how nervous were you at this point? Were you like, "May we might pull this off in a draw," or were you like, at the, at the half, were you so like, "Oh, I, just I, hold on, bitches." If you go, if you go to my, uh, if you go to the Texas Zeller uh, on Twitter, um, you can see during halftime I was doing uh, thigh exercises in the, I, I in did, the stands. I did see that. Um, I, that's how confident I was about something happening. I don't know about I, your need to do thigh exercises. You know, it's hot yeah, thigh just, summer. yeah, it's hot thigh summer. So, um, or thigh boy summer, not hot thigh summer, boy, thigh boy summer. Being the operative. Sorry, hashtag thigh boy yeah, summer. Yeah. Um, it's, I don't know. At this point, with Minnesota and Seattle, I don't. I just. I don't expect anything. I just. I can't. Um, with Adrian Heath teams, I've just gotten to the point now where I just. I. He does things that annoy the shit out of me and are patently stupid and aggressively wrong. And then he manages to win games. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then he does things correctly. And you're like, oh, how the fuck did he lose that game? And it's, I think it's, you know, well, may, I mean, it's beyond, it's beyond my comprehension at this point. Maybe he's a magic man. Uh, yeah. Or he's made some sort of deal with the devil where he's just going to fuck me over for the rest of my life. I don't know. It's po- probably that one. Yeah. Probably that, probably that option. That's, and he had to give up his, his nickname used to be Footy, but but then in in his deal with the devil, he became Inchy. <laughs> I see what you did. Also, there. you get a tiny dick, and he fucked over me all the time. Is that? Oh man, uh, that sucks. I, I, I don't know. I sucks mean, for him. Just, I mean, imagine just I mean, imagine it, your it lot literally life, sucks for you. Imagine your lot. Well, don't, well, not really, because it's only an inch. Imagine your lot in life being uh, having to fuck me for the rest of your life. Like, <laughs> that sucks. I mean, man. I know one person who signed yeah, up for that. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, that, that sucks. Anyways, <laughs> so let's so let's jump hey, in. Hey, I heard it was mutual though. So like, you listen, know. I've had sex twice in my life, and I have two kids, batting a thousand. Good on you, um, David. Good on you. I've only had sex twice ever. Uh, all right, let's jump into the second half. Um, so Minnesota actually makes a substitution in the seventy-fourth minute. Crazy, which I think was a little too late, but ultimately <laughs> ended well, up being okay. Um, uh, Nico Hansen comes in for Adrian Hunu, who. To be fair, looked really looked lost out there. I don't know. I don't know, MJ. From your perspective, watching the game, he looked like he couldn't find the, the match at all. It was weird seeing someone who I think of someone coming from France, understanding the game of soccer and how to move without the ball to create space, either for you or your opponent. Right? It's not necessarily that you have to move to create space for yourself, but if you drag a defender out of a threatening space, that opens up space for a teammate. So it's weird thinking you should have this in your toolbox like a Luis Amaria had that in his toolbox, and Unu didn't seem to be able to do that. He didn't seem to be able to create space for himself, nor did he seem to be able to make runs to create space for teammates, like a Fragapane or a Lude. It was weird watching him because he was he was not doing anything that you expect a striker to do in terms of like creating the space like you're talk- you're talking about. Right. I mean, and like I said, you don't have to get open, but you have to confu- you have to help the attacking four confuse the defense. And Reynoso was getting double and triple teamed. Yeah. And, and Minnesota He's United was not doing guy. anything with the space that was created by Reynoso, which is that is literally what Hunu should be doing. Is like. You have a guy who's taking two or three people away from from anything that you are doing. You need to find that fucking space, man. Or you need to, like, pull more people away so that space creates and other players need to do more. And not so much in defense of Unu, but in defense of 
Fragapane and Lude and Trap and Dotson, they were making those cuts, and sometimes Reynoso didn't make those passes. Right. Well, I think, I think at that point Reynoso was getting frustrated because he had made some of those passes. Like I remember there was one pass, I want to say it was like the 65th minute, uh, Reynoso, so DJ Taylor was running up the right-hand side. Reynoso was running with him. And Reynoso, DJ Taylor drops the ball back to Reynoso. And Reynoso makes a beautiful pass, splits the defenders, and DJ Taylor just, like, stopped running and didn't, and didn't follow through. And Reynoso just, like, put his fucking hands up. He's like, I don't know what to fucking do, man. Uh, that's Because that, that would have been if DJ Taylor gets onto that ball. And it's – now, again, it's a aggressive ball. He may not get to that ball before he gets out of bounds. But he didn't even, like – he didn't even actually, like – he make a run make to the ball. They, uh, DJ was more concerned about his defensive responsibilities, and he was not thinking give go attack. But this was this was actually this is like when they were in the final third. It was I know. It, anyways, well, anyways. And, and I think Heath would have want a uh, Metinair would have done the give go yeah. attack, and oh. so possibly yes, yes. Um, all right. So seventy fifth minute, uh, Seattle thinks they have a goal. Uh, however, ruled out offsides. They were very, very, very much offsides. Oh, so it was great. Watching Stephen Cleveland raise his hands in the air and the Seattle fans yell and cheer, and then you watch. I'm watching in the right corner, and the flag goes up, and every and Stephen Cleveland's still like just fucking cheering in front of the Wonderwall. Everybody's like, ha 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 ha, take that motherfucker, uh, and uh, goals waved off rightfully because of all sides. That's usually me though. I'm usually still cheering when I think it is on sides and it's good, and then like I finally open my eyes. And it's like, wait, what? Shut the fuck up. That was totally a goal. In the age of VAR, I have been trained to always, after any ball goes into the net for my team, to look at the assistant referees on the sidelines. Like, I just have to, like, abate any sort of joy that I feel in my heart. Oh, you're on, like, a re- a, on a delay. Yeah. A delay feed. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. As, as, I mean, as well you should. Um, there were, like, three Seattle players that were offsides on that, on that goal. It, it, as I say, it was, a, it was an on-goal from the unsounders, and Ariaga made the header, and it was a great header, but he moved like two steps too early, and not only that, but Montero started in an offside position, and he runs towards the net looking at the ball from Jao Paulo, looking at the free kick from Jao Paulo, and I, I do not blame a player off a free kick for trying to track the ball. But as you run forward, before the ball gets there, you probably should also look to see if any of the defenders are moving. And so, you know, Montero starts an offside position assuming that as soon as the ball is kicked, there will be some sort of drop back by the back four. There was not. Joke's on him. I mean, <laughs> that's, cla- I mean that's classic Freddie Montero. Let's, like, <laughs> yeah. let's be fair. It's, it's fucking classic Freddie Montero. Uh, all right, uh, 80s minute, there's a uh, lewd pulled down by Sissoko in the box. No call from the referee. Uh, and everybody in the Wonderwall booing. Um, they saw, we see the replay, clearly pulled down by Sissoko. On the shoulder. On the shoulder. Uh, and But it doesn't matter because in the 81st minute, Robin Lude gets his goal uh, from a, a beautiful cross by Nico Hansen, um, set up by Babelo Reynoso. And... It was definitely justified. I think they, I think they definitely would have gotten a penalty kick if not for that. But who the hell knows? Uh, MJ, tell, tell us a little bit about this goal because it was not just uh, uh, Nico and, and Babelo. It was uh, and, and Lude. It was a lot of other things too. It's it started with a great step up by DJ Taylor. Taylor, if you watch the highlights, this is on there. DJ Taylor makes a step up when Seattle's trying to play it out of the back, and he 
intercepts the pass, and he's able to pass to Hansen. Hansen dribbles to space on the outside. This is something that Fragapane was not doing, was taking space to the outside. He likes to cut in a lot to the middle. And the whole game, as soon as Hansen was subbed in, and I agree with David, subbed too late. Imagine what would have happened if Hansen was subbed in earlier. But anyway, <coughs> right? Hansen has his great horizontal dribble to where his space is, which is to the outside. He passes slightly middle to, to Reynoso. <laughs> Reynoso nutmegs Sissoko, and we're picking on him for a reason. David, I'm setting you up. <laughs> Reynoso nutmegs uh, uh, Sissoko for a great through ball back to Hansen. Hansen sends a cross. It slightly deflects off of Yamar, but it doesn't matter. Because Lude is on the back door, ready to do Lude and lascivious things. And he, he fucking chests it down and then kicks it. It was, like, it was fucking beautiful. It was awesome. Um, Question. Answer. Nutmeg? Question oh, mark? So when you, so when you uh, kick it between someone's legs. Oh, that's, that's a called a nutmeg? Yeah. Mm, I call it, I don't know, like... Cajun seasoning. I mean, call it whatever the fuck you want, but yeah, yeah. Rosemary and thyme. Yeah, rosemary, rosemary and thyme actually would be good. It's a little, little wordy, but yeah, more hey, or less. Yeah. I love me some words. Um, so that's the goal. Minnesota uh, scores. Uh, you a know, spicy p- one. They score a spicy one. It was a spicy goal. Uh, in the 86th minute, we get a couple subs. Uh, Ethan Finley comes on for Fragapane. Oh, Finley. Uh, How's co- that baby? Yeah, Ozzy Alonso comes on for ba- uh, Babelo. Uh, team moves to a four-three-three. Really, I, I literally yelled when the Aussie substitution came on, and you know it's Seattle. Of course, he's gonna fucking play. But I yelled, I yelled from the Wonderwall. Are you fucking kidding me? When Aussie <laughs> came on for Reynoso, just knowing what happened the other day when Aussie came on, we were trying to protect the lead, and they fucking lost the lead in like two minutes. But, but this was in the eighty-six, so yeah. maybe safer. Anyways, so ended up. Hey, Minnesota won. One nothing. I uh, just want to say that, that as soon as Ozzy came on, his passing percentage rating as a number six for Minnesota was way better than number six Jao Paulo for Seattle Sounders. That's good. I have no idea what that means. It's good. He was completing more passes. Yeah, he's completed more passes. Wonderful. He also probably took less ja- passes, but yeah. Well, not for the entire for the entire game, yes, but for the last you know ten minutes, no. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I think like he was just threatening Heath. He's like, if you do not put me in any minutes on this motherfucking game. And he was scared. Inchy, he gets a little scared sometimes. And he was like, okay, man, Ozzy, you're in. Break some knees. Is that, is that when he turns into to centi? In centimeters? <laughs> I, I, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Very nice. Guys, the the, uh, the eye contact I can do now when I make my, <laughs> my, my dick jokes. This is so much fun. Even more amazing than on Zoom. Because like well, Zoom, I you can't know, necessarily know if you're looking at me or if you're looking at your computer or porn or something else. Uh, at least at this point, I know you're looking at me. Uh, David, screw your dick metrics. Um, or dick metric, if I may say. He did use the metric system. Uh, yeah. Screw that. I just want to say that, that Ozzy came on. He was the destroyer that we needed to be, and he completed a, a lot of amazing passes. But did he make any hits? I don't know. That's what I count on Ozzy for. Like, take those fuckers out. He did, you know, t- to be fair, he did play pretty good for 10 minutes, but, you know, 
you know, but it was only 10 minutes. We're unimpressed. Uh, So this is actually the first time in Minnesota's MLS history that they've ever beaten the Seattle Sounders. They previously were 0-7-1 against the the Sounders. I am so proud of you, Including the Western Conference Final. Including the Western Conference Final. Uh, Um, Whatever year that was. This is the first time that Minnesota beat Seattle in over 13 years. Which is the other thing. So it was a long time coming. Yeah, this is uh, when the Sounders and Minnesota United were, and they were the Minnesota, they were Minnesota Thunder at the time. Yes. Uh, in USL One, which is a, a, a whole other league that has come and gone and come back again. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, yeah, so I mean, you, you, MJ, you have the stat here. So why don't you? Uh, I just want to shout out to friend of the pod. We former, get, former guest of the pod, Minnesota soccer it, historian Chris Lidholm. Yeah, we need to get him back on the podcast soon. So, Chris, if you, want, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be reaching out to you to get you on the podcast soon. So, don't you want to meet me, Chris? Don't I think you? he does? Yes. Don't you want to meet me? Chris Lidholm posted on Twitter uh, that in 2008 the Minnesota Thunder beat the Seattle Sounders version 2.0. If you don't know that there have been three versions of the That's Seattle correct, Sounders, yes. uh, yeah. it's very, very important that like. I did not know this. Like OG NASL Seattle Sounders and then A-League USL 1, you know, Seattle Sounders and then MLS Sounders. Those are three different teams. Now, I admire Seattle. Lots lots of lineage through there, but yeah, it's different. A lot of the front office stayed on staff between version 2.0 and the current version 3.0 Sounders. But this was... Back in 2008, when they were in USL 1, not to be confused with USL League 1, because above USL League 1 is I'm USL... All right, let's not, let's not get into all that oh, shit. Okay, yes. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, is- so the Thunder snapped a three-game winning streak, not as impressive as, what was it? 13-game undefeated. 13-game undefeated streak. They snapped a three-game winning streak of Seattle in 2008, winning 3-1. to one. I have a two-question guessing game. A guessing game. We probably all know that coaching the Thunder was Buzz Lagos. Who no, was, I didn't know that. Who was coaching the Seattle Sounders in 2008? Savarese. I like the guess, but wrong. Was it Ziggy? Who? Ziggy, Ziggy, Ziggy Schmidt? Ah. Brian Schmetzer. Oh, shit. Yeah. What? The, oh, damn. Yeah, he goes way back. So. Yeah, he is an old fucker. Uh, the second question... Of the guessing game is, could you? There were two goal scorers that scored three goals for for the Minnesota Thunder. Can you name either one of them? And two, I could only name one of them. Two thousand eight. Yeah. Was I made it, an educated guess and I got one of them right. Was a common one of them? No. Okay. No. I have no. Then I have no idea, man. Mel, Melvin Tar- Tarley scored one. Ah, oh, Tarley. And yeah. Ricard- Ricardo Sanchez scored two. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. The more you know. There you go. Um, these names mean nothing to Jess. They, they barely mean anything to me. And I'm sure they mean almost nothing to most of the listeners of this podcast. But <laughs> it's important. But History is important. Hey. Otherwise, redeem and repeat it. Legacy is important. Um, <laughs> and right. just because I don't know it don't mean I don't respect it. Uh, so one other thing I actually want to point out. Um, so so I guess my this actually maybe goes into a big question. So maybe I'll solve this for the big question. Uh, MJ, it's getting very loud in here. Who are your uh, Who are your Freddie Adu's for the game? My Freddie Adu for Minnesota United takes on a what What the H theme, what and the you can insert anything in there for for H. What the Hove? Yeah, or you know, 
what the uh, house. What the habanero. You know, if you you know. But what the, what the H. You know, Nico Hansen gets my good Freddie Adu oh, of the game. Oh, duh. Yeah, no doubt. And Silent H. Unu gets, Unu. gets my bad Freddie Adu of the game. Not because he did anything I horrible, feel like that's harsh. but for what we expect him to do, for what we brought him in to do, hey. he, he fell short. He can't help if he's good in other ways on some days and good in, you know, the right ways on certain days. With as inconsistent as Heath is, we need our players to be more consistent, Jess. Well, I don't know how you can expect that with an inconsistent inchy. That's fair. Um, I went with DJ Taylor as my good friend to do. He uh, was phenomenal. The dude played amazingly on the right-hand side. Yeah, where did this kid come and, from? He's uh, amazing. Yeah, he came from uh, North Carolina. We talked about this last oh, week. Yeah. We literally Railhawks, told you where he came from. Yes. And a hawk. Um, uh he played great. It's 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 really great to see that we have a, a competent right back filler. I mean, I, I don't expect DJ Taylor to play many games, um, but the fact that he can play and he can step in for Watch out is, if he is continues great. to do well, then Inchi will just put him on and play him and play him and play him. I play yeah, him I, him I, I doubt that him. unfortunately. Uh, really? And then uh, my shitty friend here from Minnesota is Robin Lude. I mean, oh. outside of the goal, he did not play particularly well until he got moved into that <laughs> false nine role. <laughs> he looked better as a false nine than a right wing. Right. Which is, it's, 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 the man is like, he's maybe the most like frustrating Minnesota, I mean, MJ, am I wrong? Is that the Robinhood is maybe the most frustrating Minnesota United player we've had in the last, even like in, to the NASL days, like, have you been more frustrated by somebody than my Robinhood? Brent Robin Coleman. Lude? Well, racist notwithstanding. No, I, I, no, I'm not, I'm not. To go from Brent Coleman, who let, let's take away the off the off the pitch shit or any sort of racist shit that you want to put on him, like no 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 not not put he put on himself we, we're not putting it on him. Listen, Anyways, I digress. Listen, your point. Go ahead. In two two thousand seventeen, it took Heath a half a season to realize that Brent Coleman was better than Vadim Demidov, and he came down and and he did really well at the MS le- level, shutting down defenses. He's had people like Zlatan Ibrahimovic in his pocket. All-star strikers, Kyle Laren, and he has, like, owned these fuckers. But the inconsistency, like, you see, sometimes he's fucking amazing defensively. He played Some- really well this game. Sometimes he steps up when he should be dropping back, and he gets beat. But... Not only did he play well defensively this game, shout out to my friend Cheryl. She pointed out that his technique on the ball and his ability to, to dribble and move the, bo- move the ball and not pass it right away has gotten way better. Yeah, no, actually, Brett Coleman played really, really well this game. I, I very seriously consider giving him my Freddie Adu, but I, I almost I, did. I, I, I refuse to acknowledge uh, a racist prick when he's a racist prick. So, uh, All right, let's talk about Seattle. Uh, Freddie Adu's for Seattle. MJ, who do you got? We belabored this, but Freddie Montero actually did a lot of great things in the midfield in helping progress the ball. Most of their midfielders were turning the ball over to us. Most of their wingbacks were turning the ball over to us. People like Brad Smith, center back Sissoko, number six heralded great Brazilian player Jao Paulo, like turnover machines. They were giving us the ball left and right. Freddie Montero was actually pretty good at trying to progress the ball. 
did he get it to Rui Diaz for a goal? No. It's true. But I thought I thought he had a great game. And then, uh, surprise, surprise, I've been like ragging on him the whole game or this whole podcast. Jao Paulo gets my my worst Freddie Adu again. Not so much for the way he played this game compared to the rest of his teammates, but compared to what you expect from a Brazilian center midfielder to be a good passer, a good dribbler, not to turn the ball out so often. He had one good free kick that unfortunately his teammates, or fortunately for us, his teammates didn't convert. But other than that, he looked really piss poor. Yeah, uh, I'm going to give my good for you to Brian Schmetzer, actually. Um, Considering the dude has fucking fuck all to work with, uh, he put together a lineup that in a, a strategy that almost kept Minnesota at bay, and they almost almost, almost, almost. won the game, uh, almost kept their clear uh, undefeated record going, even if it was, would have been just a 0-0 draw. Uh, unfortunately, I can't believe it. I still can't believe yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Nico Hansen had uh, had some shit to say about that motherfucker. So, what did he do? Um, uh, the pass to, to the goal to Lou to score the goal to win the game. Nico Hansen. What about him? He was good. Yeah, are you, are you are you paying attention to me at all? Literally, we're uh, in person. Like, fucking pay attention to what uh, I'm saying. Sometimes I, I lose track. Give go with Reynoso. That's, that's great fine. Give yeah. go with Reynoso. He continues my, his run. My shitty my shitty friend you do for uh, Seattle was uh, Sissoko, who tried to get into a uh, tete-a-tete with uh, Adrian Heath. And oh, Sissoko is, like, a foot taller than that dude, and he was, like, I don't. I don't know exactly what happened. I'm. I'm. I'm glad that they. Uh, they shook hands when he was subbed off. Um, it clearly then wasn't a racist thing. So I was, that oh, was my. Oh, that was my oh, first this worry. Time it wasn't. Is that it was like that's he. He said something racist to Sissoko. I was like, of course he did. Why? You know. But he got. He got really into his face. I think. Um, it sounds like he was saying something. He was like trying to like coach the kid. And of course, you know, you're a 20 year old kid you don't want to be coached by the other the other team's manager yeah, no, not at but uh, all. he got really into his face and uh it almost came to blows i thought that was uh dude really, somebody sent really me the replay of that yeah. i want to see that um i'll send you i have the i have the espn thing downloaded Sweet. so i'll send it to you uh all right before we jump to our our break big question so 26 fouls four yellow cards and numerous pushing shoving shouting matches between both sides throughout the course of 90 minutes um, are the Seattle Sounders our true actual rivals? Not Sporting Kansas City, not uh, not any other team. Like, are the Sounders the team that is truly our rivalry? Well, I think you have to beat your actual rival more than once in like a hundred years. I don't know. That's fair. It's good. I good would, point. I I mean, also, I really like our rivals quote-unquote, being Kansas because it's a mid- Midwestern nice thing. And and Kansas is not terrible, right? Like, like they they made me nervous. They still make me nervous on yeah. occasion. So I'm, I'm going to say the Sounders are like our rivals plus, right? They are who we always want to beat into the dirt. And we have now successfully... And hopefully we continue this trend into infinity and beyond. I also like regional rivalries, and so I think Sporting Kansas City and Chicago should be our number two, number one and two rivals. And if we want to create a third rival, may, maybe Columbus. But 
Oh, th- fuck that. But fuck Columbus. I know they're in the East, and we don't play Chicago and Columbus a lot. Uh, if we want to pick another West, an, another Western rival, you know, let's pick someone like Colorado. But something the close. Crapids. Well, the problem with Colorado is that you know they, uh, they beat they us. Fucking suck. Well, no, they, they no, suck and they, they beat us. They usually suck. No, we beat Colorado plenty of times. I, I, yeah, I would say we're on the, an even keel, fifty-fifty. All right, so I, I'm sorry I even brought this question up. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop the conversation right here. Last uh, thing before we jump into other United news. Um, I don't know if you guys saw Atlanta, Atlanta United is a fucking train wreck right now. I did they not. They just see it. fired their manager, Again? Gabriel Heinze, after 13 matches in charge of the club. Um, so, my question is: Are you loving it, or are you like me, vigorously masturbating anytime I see Atlanta United <laughs> in the headlines? <laughs> just like, just fucking going to town. I don't know. I might need to fuck my wife later, but I'm just going to vigorously masturbate to this Atlanta United. He was denying them water breaks. Uh, Denying them water breaks. uh, Apparently denying them um, uh, uh, union uh, gotten uh, days off, like was not letting, giving them days off. It was, yeah, like basically human rights. rights. He was was, like denying human rights. It was, it was pretty. Well, at least he wasn't making them eat their own feces yet. But here's the other thing. I, I I heard, um, I saw a tweet that basically was like, Somebody close to Frank DeBoer said that uh, if Atlanta United wanted Frank DeBoer back, Frank DeBoer would be happy to come back <laughs> to Atlanta United. And th- I just, I just, I didn't. Honestly, guys, I've never, like, I've, I think I've only ever, like, come so hard <laughs> w- without any. Any any sort of like, like provocation. Typical. I just I I saw I saw that tweet, and I got rock hard, and I just fucking came. That's and I, I, like, I, I put, intense. I, I yeah. I it was it was really it was weird because uh my Only kid my, my kid this. was in the room and I had to like yeah, fucking turn. Awkward. It was like it was like it was like shooting bullets. I was in the wall. Um, you paint a vivid and, and picture. Wardrobe change. There is there is nothing. There's nothing my dick gets harder for than Frank DeBoer fucking up, especially at Atlanta United. And you so. are a, you are a Orange Netherlands fan. I am, but he is one Dutch coach that you are not a fan of. Oh, the me oh. that sat through. I'm getting hard right now thinking about it. Honestly. Oh I'm my just, god! I'm stop! Just, <laughs> stop thinking about it, please. This is inappropriate. We are in public. We're gonna get thrown out of the black heart, which I don't think is possible. So anyway, like, so I don't think that's even possible. That's not policy. I mean, only if you pull it out, like only if you whip it out and start like, like tugging and you it. You have to like harass. Are you speaking from experience? It. No, I, I from from uh, people that I've had conversations with. Oh. I.e. the owner of the bar. Right. As long right. as you're not pulling out and tugging it, like you're probably not getting kicked out. I mean, if you're walking around with, I mean, if I after we like stop recording for a little bit, I'm walking around with my dick hard, just like you know, point it out. Probably get kicked out of the bar, but like I'll settle it out eventually. Anyways, um, how do you guys feel about Atlanta United? I love I love the fucking Schadenfreude of. I love it. I yeah. do love it. The the me that sat through at TCF Bank Stadium that first home opener in the snow against them when we were both like, whatever the fuck inaugural expansion bullshit, and they beat us into the dirt. And it was our home opener. I don't know if they actually beat us. Actually, it felt they like did. they did. They did. It, it was like okay. five to one. Yeah, yeah. It second felt game. Like they did. Yeah, our second and home game. And my feet were no, cold. First home game. 
And oh. I was still married at the time. And it was awful. Wah, wah. It was just awful. So that me on the inside that remembers that horrid experience is like, Fucking yes. going to town. Like, Atlanta, I, I'm, I will watch you fuck a goat. Like, you are so fucked right now. And I will enjoy it. Because, frankly, you shouldn't have beat us five to nothing, one. One. Kevin Molino scored a goal. Yeah. He scored a, not, a penalty. Not on our home turf. Not in the snow, for God's sake. Like, you don't even see snow in hot, Lana. And, uh, yeah. They do I'm now. Climate change. I'm, I'm with Dave, except that I don't have a boner. You have a lady boner. It's fine. It's okay. I'm not talking about any of my nether regions. Proceed. Probably a good idea. Proceed. MJ. Those of you who know me well know that I favor regional rivalries. This coming into the league at the same time, you know, I, I just don't care. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't rejoice in the downfall of Atlanta United, whose hashtag, by the way, is Unite and Conquer. So I've been trying to use Unite and Fail every time I talk about them. But, I mean, I can celebrate in their losses, but it's like a mild-like... You know, if, if this was sporting Kansas City fighting Peter Vermees, like, I would have a rock-hard boner, but it's not. So since it's not a true regional rival, it's a, you can hate a even happenstance happen to come into the same league at the same time rival, you know. They're just also, cocky shits. Yeah, so it, it just it doesn't do as much for me, is my point. That's fair. Uh, last bit of, of news before we head into our break. Uh, Heath was named Team of the Week manager. Robin Lude on the bench for apparently scoring a goal. On the bench? Yeah, he's What's on the this? bench. Yeah. So, the, so there's like an Audi MLS Team of the Week. Uh, it's a best 11 plus a manager, and then they name a, a, a following 11 for the bench. I just want to say this proves that the people who do the Team of the Week are Have looking... Have no fucking clue. Are looking at... Maybe stats and not much else. Nothing They're not else. watching the games. Because if you watch this game, you would give maybe Nico Hansen, DJ Taylor, and yep. Tyler Miller yep. spots on Team of the Week. Those yep. three players played fucking and phenomenal. And you would know that Inchi never has anything and you to would do also, <laughs> thank you, Jessica. Yeah, how we perform. You would know that, that regarding this win, not that Heath had nothing to do with it. Nothing. But very close to nothing. Yeah. More or less. Um, all right. Let's take a break. We need to get, since we're in a live venue, we need to actually get more beer. Uh, I can't just, like, yeah. sneak away and, and uh, let MJ ramble while I run to my fridge and get a beer. Well, I actually need to go to the bar and get a beer. Um, all right. Let's take a break. we come back. We'll talk Minneapolis City, who had a really great fucking weekend. So we'll be right back. You want me to be that type of dude and I want to be who you like me to but we both know i can't do nothing at all oh, yeah. all right and we're back um just wants people to poke her haunt us and you were uh, saying john smith i don't understand how that call in response poke it poke and is john smith <laughs> Pocahontas, do your history, watch the movie. It's yeah, I'm, not I'm sure. I'm sure the Disney movie is historically accurate. <laughs> it's, it's not, but it's got both of them in it. Okay. Um, 
I don't even let my son watch Pocahontas. Uh, As on you Disney should Plus, not. So. It sounds dirty. I, wa- I let him watch uh, Peter Pan once, and I was like, holy shit, this, this movie, movie is fucking racist. Um, I, but uh, yeah, yeah. Let it, you should, hi- I highly recommend watching Hook, because that's awesome. Oh, fuck you. Get, get, get out. Rufio. Leave. Rufio. Leave. 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 <laughs> leave now. <laughs> Hook is a fucking terrible movie, and I will not have... Okay, Anything okay, else being said about it, that? On the Dustin out. Hoffman, Robin Williams. It's amazing. No, it fucking sucks. It's stupid. It's a terrible movie, and it should never have been made. Okay, Period. what's your End of what's discussion. Your pick? End of discussion. What's your Minneapolis pick? City Minute. Let's jump into Minneapolis City. The, the Minneapolis, Minneapolis City, City Minute. 10 Minute. Uh, yes, we have, we have actually a lot of Minneapolis City news because they're a team that's actually doing really, really well. Um, had the regular season finale with Med City. They needed a win to potentially secure a bye in the first round of the uh, playoffs. Uh, they went down to Rochester, kicked off at like a weird time at 6:45 on a Friday night, and uh, and they got the win. Yeah, awesome. Max Siegwert with the PK in the first half, and Aiden O'Driscoll with a long distance goal in the second half, Along. and City wins 2-1. That's correct. Uh, they have the best points per game in the country, um, uh, number one in the country actually, because Cleveland drew with Erie. Uh, they get so they get a first round bye. They play the winner of Duluth versus uh, Carpathia, um, which Where's will be Carpathia? Detroit, Detroit. But they're playing in Duluth uh, tomorrow, actually Tuesday. I will not drive up for that game to cheer against Donkey FC. No, nah, that's fine. Um, but they're gonna they're gonna play the winner of that game, and then uh, the semifinal of the Midwest region will be either in Cleveland or Minneapolis. They're gonna vote on who hosts it after the games on Tuesday. So what, the winners, is this a motherfucking democracy? They're gonna vote. Yeah, the winner, the winners of the games, and 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 the two teams that are have buys, can, ex- they they put in bids to host. And basically, if Cleveland wins, uh, their game against Pittsburgh in the other, uh, other sort of knockout round match, they'll probably end up hosting. Okay. If if it's because Milwaukee Torrent is the other team, and Milwaukee's like it's like. More or less halfway between Cleveland and Minneapolis. I'm pretty sure it's only Milwaukee or Mini- or right. It's only Milwaukee or Minneapolis that get host. No, get Cleveland host. or Minneapolis. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if Cleveland wins, it's likely that they will host. Okay. But I mean, the other it's, if it's it's gonna be Minnesota, Milwaukee. It's gonna be Minneapolis, Milwaukee. Probably Duluth and Cleveland voting. It means it might be so. There might be playoff games in Minneapolis on Friday. Let's hope so. Yeah. So what's hope for that? Um, the weird NPSL voting scheme is that the number one team in the region, which that being Minneapolis City, they get three votes. The number two team in the region, which I believe is now Milwaukee Torrent, it's not Cleveland anymore. It's Milwaukee. Yep. They get two votes, and everybody else gets one vote, and it's really fucking weird. So yeah. Milwaukee, you should love us here in MLPS. Yeah, um, I, I don't think Milwaukee actually submitted a bid for it, so it's going to be either Milwaukee or Cleveland, and Minneapolis. I mean, I think Duluth would vote for Minneapolis if they if they get in. They don't. So, they don't like us, but they don't want to travel. They, they don't, don't want to go. They don't want to drive to Cleveland. They, they don't have a travel budget that supports them going to Cleveland. Yeah, so they're going to want to come to Minneapolis. So um, there's a very there's a very good possibility that if if Duluth wins, um, and specifically if Duluth wins, and then if, you know ideally if Pittsburgh wins. That's going to be in Minneapolis. I heard uh, that it's that the quarterfinalists that don't win also get a vote, which seems weird to me. But you you seem to apply the vote's not going to happen till 
after the the semifinal games tomorrow. That's or that's, the, that's tomorrow. the impression I got. That's that it's after the semifinal game. So maybe the quarterfinals get a vote right. who don't win, but I don't. I can't imagine why they would. Okay, um, I can't either. But that's what right. I heard. Let's talk about another triumph, another uh, murder triumph, uh, mini murder, the uh, rookery, the rookery, Minneapolis City two defeats Iowa Raptors uh, 2-2 after extra time and pens. And this was, uh, I watched a little bit of this game uh, and it was fucking fantastic. Uh, MJ, talk, we don't have to go through every single goal and everything, but tell us a little bit about this game. Well, Dawson Swearingen for the Iowa Raptors opens up. Swearingen, yeah. Yeah. He, they had three good chances and one was a block, one was a save by Minneapolis City, and then the third one came to Darson Swergen, and he puts it away. And that was the first goal. Uh, thankfully, uh, Abai Habde scored a PK for Minneapolis to tie it up, and in the first half ends 1-1. In the second half, Iowa goes up again on a really nice long-distance goal by jo- Jonah Dancer. But in the 86th minute, Less than three minutes later, Zach Susie subs on, and we it's our turn to get a nice, pretty goal from the run of play. Three really great passes. Uh, it's a free kick to the back post, and that's uh, slid in to the front of the goal, and Zach Susie knows what to do with it from point-blank range. So it gets tied 2-2. Two to two. And after 120 minutes of extra time, or 30 minutes of extra time, it's still tied 2-2. But a very important sub but, happens. But sub. Uh, ne- Netherlands, a Tim Kroll-esque uh, uh, yeah, sub yeah, yeah, Yes. MJ, tell us what happens. In the 120th minute, uh, Michael Prunty is normally the coach of City 2. He was in Denver coaching his club team. So Kevin LeBon, the assistant coach, steps in. And Kevin LeBon makes a strategic goalkeeper sub in the 120th minute of Ben Schleeman for Troy Luagi. Which which is uh, something that they talked about before the game started, it potentially happening if it got to PKs, uh, that Shieldman would come in uh, to, to take PKs. I actually talked with Derek Johnson, the goalkeeper coach for City 2, after the game, and he said they had the same discussion before their last game that was a playoff game that they won in the round of 32. They said... We knew going into it, Troy Luwagi is our, is our starting goalkeeper. But if this game goes to PKs, we sub in Ben Schleeman. And it goes to PKs. And, and MJ, just give us a very quick, uh, brief uh, rundown of what happens. Minneapolis City scores all their goals, but Schleeman saves two of Iowa's goals. And so the end result is 4-3 to three on PKs. The, the the final the final save was off his shin. He saved yeah, yeah. It, he threw his right leg over his left leg and saved it off his shin. It was fucking great. It was it was a beautiful goal. And, and, and he, the ball sails over the crossbar. And he just fucking stands there. Yeah. He doesn't not arms up. He just fucking stands there and just like what? And and everybody comes from like, all the Minneapolis City players, both Minneapolis City one, City yeah. two players. Everyone just comes running out. Uh, a Minneapolis City one player who will not be named in case there's pro- there's issues with this. Kicked down the the rail barrier, and and all the Minneapolis City one players watching and supporting on the sidelines, and all of the citizens that were also moved down to that end, 
we all stormed the field. There was a, uh, uh, if you if you haven't seen it on Twitter, um, go find the call for this game because he makes a save, and then Schumann stands there like a fucking badass, and then everybody starts swarming him. Max Kent starts swarming him, like all the players. And then there's a, a fucking dog runs on the field. And John and Bisworm. Guy, and the guy who's announced at the end is like, Bisworm. a dog is on the field. It's fucking great. It's 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 brilliant. It's beautiful. Um, we wish uh, uh, City 2 the best of luck. in the. They're in the quarterfinals now of the uh, NPS or uh, UPSL. Is it UPSL? I UPSL. Yeah, UPSL. Um, they're playing a, uh, a team from uh, New York, the New York Contour United. They beat uh, that Massachusetts team that we talked about last week. Right. They're playing in Ro- there's, so it's in Rochester, uh, Michigan, a suburb outside of Detroit. Uh, so it's where the Oakland University campus is in, it, in uh It's still considered Detroit. a suburb because you haven't gotten to all the townships yet, but yeah. it's north of Troy and it's north of Pontiac, yeah, Michigan. It's, 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 so it's, if you know your Michigan geography, it's, it's up there. It's a little outside of Detroit. It's three um, miles outside <laughs> of Detroit. Uh, the team is raising money um, to uh, fund the, the trip. Uh, Minneapolis City at at MPLS City uh, SC on Twitter if you want to find the link um, or uh, MPLS City Two. Uh, they have a GoFundMe right now if you want to contribute some money to send uh, send those guys to uh, to Rochester, Michigan. Uh, games on uh, Sunday, July twenty fifth, right? I think at four. So in Michigan. In Michigan. Hopefully, it's uh, hopefully they can able find a way to televise it. I would imagine. That there will be something, some streaming, something. Yeah, I maybe hope. YouTube, but uh, yeah. Any Michigan memories from Jessica? I've never been to Michigan. Oh, okay. Neither have I. I just talked to the other librarians. I. I visited University of Michigan to go to grad school there for either engineering or music at one point. How'd that work at out? Mosey? At uh, Ann Arbor. My little brother started at Mosey. Oh. Okay. But. In the footsteps of his dearest big sister, he also flunked out after, well, just before the four years. Uh, all right. And then the, the other little bit of news, uh, Battle of the Birds. Uh, this was announced literally the day after we recorded our podcast. Yes. Fucking Minneapolis City and Fort Madison are going to finally play a game against one and another. And I'm so upset. I only have a Flamingos jersey. In Madison. Well, you, you you know you can rectify that by going to the Minneapolis City shop, right? I do. And getting, and getting a mini, I'm wearing a Minneapolis City jersey right I now. I see that. I, it made me jealous. It made me wish I. They worn probably have this kit in your size, Jessica. Probably, yeah. In your colors, but pink it's and probably pink and teal. Ninety-nine dollars. It's, it's sixty-nine. Oh, yeah, the be, the most it's cost oh, is sixty-nine dollars. Mingos, yeah. holler, mingos. I'm sure some of you are maybe not listening, but if you are. The crows have way better prices than you. <laughs> Just FYI. Uh, so, uh, friendlies happening uh, September It's a 7th. fucking Tuesday. Which it's makes a Tuesday, it's the day after Labor Day. So, um, And it's in Scani. Yep, it's in Wisconsin. It's in Madison. I mean, Madison's fun. Safe sex. You can probably Practice get a, safe sex. Yeah, I mean, all the, all the kids will be back in college. So, you know, if you want to uh, go prowl. Like, um, Madison's a pretty good, you know. Fuck some. Wisconsin you know, 22 campus year old. if you had to choose one. So, like, your offspring, if you don't practice safe sex, is probably going to be brilliant if you pick the right, you know, looker. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, if I was single, I'd probably, you know, go and fuck some 22-year-old in uh, Madison. I highly recommend it. 22-year-olds in general. Yeah, I'm, I'm 45. I can't fuck 22-year-olds. There is... 
No, no, <laughs> you, no. <laughs> you absolutely can, MJ. You just well, you can no, and you just, will. No, I, 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 you I just refuse to. That's I, that's yeah. Uh, that's, yeah that's I a, refuse. It's a finer. That's a fine distinction there, buddy. Um, I'm working on this. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Let's let's move on to uh, the last bit of uh, last bit of business. Uh, trivia starting very soon. We were trying like to get now. all this thing done before trivia started, but uh, but you know we're you gonna don't power, always get what you want. We're gonna power through it. Um, Portland uh, at home is our next match. Uh, we play them at 7 p.m. on Saturday night. Oh my god, I'm so excited for this. And uh, I fun fact: when was the last time that Portland beat us? I don't know. A long time ago, a I'm very gonna, long time ago. I'm gonna say 2018. 2018, April 15th, 2018. Yes. Severe say we're coming at we you, are, bro. We are five. Oh, and one against Portland since You better not wear that white polo again. I didn't like it. Um, so what's, uh, yeah. Who do we have on uh, Portland that we are even somewhat concerned about? I, I put in uh, in the notes, Sexy Savarisi, the coach. Obviously, like, Savarisi was the guy He's I wanted. He's a dom. He's the totally guy I wanted. Dom. He was the guy I wanted for Minnesota United before they hired this Ain't dumb she? English asshole. Um, who else? Uh, Eric Williamson. Uh, MJ, you noted here he's gone. He's he's actually with the U.S. for the Gold Cup. He has impressed me so much playing for Portland, but it's so nice to cheer for him because I don't cheer for him when he plays for Portland. It's nice to cheer for him playing for the U.S. men's national team, and he's been tearing it up. But no Eric Williamson for the Portland Timbers. They will have uh, Jimmy Chara back from Copa America, so both of the Chara brothers will, will be available. Oh. Um Attacking midfielder who really likes to frustrate the hell out of us, Diego Valeri. Valeri. He's like venary, like a venereal disease. <laughs> he really is, yeah. Uh, and actually, uh, Williamson is the only player uh, that will be missing um, for, for the Gold, Gold Cup. Cup. Yeah, so. Um, so, yeah, and Jeremy Bobosi, who we all know because we should have uh, drafted that yeah, fucker. I mean, Bobosi was the num- consensus number one top pick. For everybody except for Ivis Galarcep, who apparently like is like best friends with Manny Lagos for some reason. I have no idea how, how he picked yeah. fucking uh, Abu Dhabi. Manny Lagos doesn't need a BFF. Uh, Manny Lagos He's has a sev- Superman. He has several BFFs. Yeah. And, She's um, my best friend. She's a real bad bitch. Gotta own money. She don't need no. <laughs> um, anybody else that we're concerned about with Portland? I, I mean, they're the Charas for sure. And I hope we keep our P's and Q's in line. Yes. Um, and Valeri. I feel like Asparilla, is that not a thing? I feel like... Asparilla? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Asparilla. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, he's... Like Sasparilla. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, I try to pronounce, <laughs> I don't always get it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Asparilla. Uh, Christian Paredes uh, is also a midfielder who... Fools um, on Paredes. Yeah. With frosted tips. Yes, he does have frosted tips. I don't like it. It's, uh... Yeah, I mean, there's... And then, um... Uh, uh, Poyo, uh, who's also a forward, uh, uh, Peruvian player, um... Always is sort of trouble for many teams. So... Oh, that's a uh, toilet. Yes. Anyways. Yeah. (laughs) 
we're we're just we're doing we're, we're doing, doing trivia we're, live we're doing here. Trivia if you, while if you didn't hear the question, you will find um, a, a flapper and a ball puck in what common household picture. Yeah. And David oh, yeah. kn- David knows it. And then because uh, he's a shitty dude. Uh, and also uh, good at trivia. And, and good hey, at trivia. If we got done in time one of these days, maybe we could stay to play trivia, y'all. I'm real good, just so you know. Maybe if someone real can take like a ten good. minute smoke break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard all uh, about all right. it. All right, let's uh, let's let's move on. Um, all right. Any, I think we should. I mean, obviously, Minnesota's not going to do anything different. I don't know why I put this segment in here. How should you not play that? <laughs> Who will win? We will win. Because uh, we're not going to play them any differently than we normally would play them. We're going to play our four-two-three-one with um, Inchies with Ramon's greatest hits. Yeah, with Ramon Abla being able to play, uh, presuming he's not uh, in the doghouse. Suspended for further. Yeah. We still miss you, so Montagnier. Who, so who's going to win? Uh, Jess, we'll start with you. We're going to win. All right. And you have a, you have a, a score prediction? Oh. Uh, I'm going to say, ooh, I think they're going to make us work, 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 work. And I'm going to say two to three, us three, them two. All right, MJ, what you got? I would say that we would win because we've had their number, but I have this theory that I should pick them to lose. So I say we lose 2-1. Because it's reverse psychology. All right, we went we went two nothing. Period. Oh, yeah. I like it. Hey, yeah. we're all in the wins. That's cool. Well, no, MJ's in the loss. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, know, I think we will know, win, wink, but, but, but we in the loss. But he's but he's reverse. Jin- he, he's trying to reverse jinx it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Very quickly, um, let's hit through some uh, other stuff. Gold Cup um, <laughs> Thursday, Minnesota U.S. Men's National Team beat Martinique six to one. Uh, yeah, DK. Robinson, Zardes, Giochini. DK scored twice in an own goal, which maybe should have been his. Uh, beat Martinique 6-1. to Martinique's not good at soccer. Uh, and then last night, yesterday, they beat the, Can- the Canadian national team, um, minus uh, Alfonso Davies and Jonathan David. Uh, Shaq Moore scored 20 seconds into the game. Uh, the fastest goal in U.S. men's national team history, wow. by the way. And Gold Cup history, I believe. And Gold Cup history. Uh, so U.S. won their group. Uh, they they finish first. They will play either uh, Jamaica or Costa Rica. Uh, wh- whoever finishes second in Group C, um, that game takes place tomorrow. Um, so yeah, MJ, anything else in Gold Cup? You cannot mention that Canada was missing Jonathan David and Alfonso Davies without also saying we were th- without Weston McKinney, Christian Pulisic, etc., etc., Gio Reyna, like. No one's bringing their best team. Mexico's not bringing the best team to this tournament. Also, Mexico did actually try to bring their best team. Also, but then shout- they also brought an ugly chant for which we do not. Right. Yeah. Fuck them in that chant. St. Clair, Dane St. Clair is play- playing backup keeper for Canada, and oh. he and he was not the one that allowed that. No, it was uh, Maxime Cripo. and it really wasn't Cripo's fault either. Maxime <laughs> Cripo. Crapo in so, your chapo, bitches. So they'll, they'll uh, they play in the quarterfinal, Group C, second place. Uh, it's either gonna be Jamaica, Costa Rica. Um, that game will be 8:30 Central Time on Sunday uh, in Dallas. Uh, I will be at the Black Card probably watch that game, and um, so yeah, come come out and, and watch with the Dave. You and should then, just start telling us when you won't be at the Black Heart. I mean, you can always just text me or or, or you know. <laughs> We're, we're, 
tweet we're, at me. We're trying to get more people to the Blackheart. And so depending on who you are, you either want to show up. When the, he's here or when, when he's, he's not, not here. here. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Okay. I also, I mean, I uh, often have beer here, and I often will buy beer for people when they show up here. So That's you know, so you can always just show up. Delightful of you. All right, and then we've we've been putting this off for a couple of weeks. Uh, the Olympics start this week, and, correct? Uh, football at the Olympics starts this week, and we have a U.S. team playing in the Olympics. So MJ, um, give us a little, just do this very quickly. A taste test of uh, Olympic soccer. Opening ceremonies Friday, July 23rd, this Friday. But, as you probably know, to squeeze in all the events, the actual games start before the opening ceremonies. So Wednesday, July 21st, 2.30 a.m. our time, Sweden versus the U.S. Oh, I'm US, looking up for that one for sure. U.S. women's national team. Uh, not a great time for us. At 6.30 a.m., the other two teams in their group, Australia versus New Zealand. Uh and the men's tournament starts on Thursday, the day after, July 22nd. Uh, not the first game. I think the first game's at 2.30 a.m., but 3 a.m., Boxall's New Zealand. Boxall's not playing. We'll play my South Korean team. And at 6 a.m., Honduras versus Romania. It's, it's, so it's weird that they're, like, playing these games that, like, they're staggered starts. Yes. So that there's going to be, like, games overlapping. Yeah, so to get in... Does soccer need to be any more complicated? To get all the games in, there are games starting at 2.30, there are games starting at 3, and there are games starting at 3.30 a.m. Central Time. Yeah. Um, I will will say, uh, Blackheart is going to be hosting uh, spoiler-free watch parties for the U.S. Women's National Team games. I think either at 5 or 6, the day the game airs. So, like... So, uh, so, for example, on the 21st, on uh, uh, Thursday. 5 or 6 p.m.? Um, or wait, Wednesday. Wednesday, 21st. I think the first one's at 5. Follow at p.m.? Blackheart. Yeah, 5 p.m. Okay. Spoiler free. Because uh, that's when uh, I think NBCSN is, is sh- like Whatever NBCSN or NBC is, is showing the game, uh, Blackheart will be airing the game. Spoiler free. So if you come in here and you know the results and you yell things, You'll probably get punched in the face by somebody. Probably oh, yeah. me. Probably yeah. me. Yeah, and don't check your Twitter all day. <laughs> and then you would come to the Blackheart to observe and share in the... Honestly, it's better if you just don't look at your Twitter all yeah, day. Yeah, ever. Generally. No, so, never. In fact. Um, so, yeah, so if you want to watch the games, a spoiler-free, uh, you can do that uh, here at the Blackheart. Uh, the, day that, the day they air, whenever NBC is going to show them. Or NBCSN or whatever the sports CBSN. Olympics channel is. So, uh, MJ, you mentioned um, Boxall not going to New Zealand for New Ze- for the New Zealand team, which which really fucking sucks. Oh, I'm so There's, sorry, I, I just feel really bad for him. I don't know who the manager of his club team that he plays in the United States for, but that manager played him into the fucking ground when he was when he was injured. I know, right? Like, oh, you were injured last game. Surprise. Let's try to play you in this last game that we get you before you go. Reynoso, it's All right. So let's, so let's cheer for uh, the U.S. Women's National Team and South Korea in the in the Olympics. And South Korea. Yes. I will mention that uh, the number eight attacking midfielder for South Korea is 20-year-old Lee Kang-in. And Lee Kang-in normally plays for Valencia in the La Liga. Watch mm. him and their number ten, uh, Lee Dong Young, uh, who's uh, twenty-three. All right, there you go. 
All right, guys, we we did it. We recorded we a, did it. a live podcast. Hello, my in first. Person it's my first. For the first time. Was it good for you? In a long time. Was it good for you? Oh, Was it good for Jessica. you? Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Could have been I'm better. Speechless. <laughs> yeah, well, I expect a real review from you, Zeller. I'm I expect, I, I expect my head. My ego to be petted by MJ. <laughs> That's why he's my favorite. That's fair. Uh, all right. So please rate and review our podcast wherever you get this dumb fucking thing. Uh, Dave said no. I come. I I I've been swearing a lot more on the podcast because I met one of our listeners who's from New York who uh, is a Patreon subscriber, and he's like, I miss you guys not swearing as much. I was like, all right, I'll fucking. Fucking well, amp it I don't up. think I've ever not sworn. Yeah, no. Haven't, MJ doesn't haven't swear. Haven't I fucking sworn every podcast? No, you no, haven't. You MJ, don't. You don't. You don't swear very often. It wasn't. Okay. It wasn't acceptable in MJ's nuclear family. Yeah. So, so it, it's, it just <laughs> doesn't come he, naturally he did, to him. He I did grow up very, very, very Lutheran. So um, Baptist. Baptist. Oh, even yeah, even worse. Even worse. Even worse. Way even even worse. Well, fuck that fucking Baptist fucking bullshit. Uh Rate and fucking review the podcast. Yes, rate and fucking review the podcast. You fucking asshole shitheads. Fuckingno.com. Yeah. If you want to do things. Like fuck. Like fuck. I mean, apparently. (laughs) Patreon.com slash days to know if you want to fuck. Because that's it, what it was, it was just a date with Jessica. Now it's kind of now we've, we've raised we've, the stakes. We've upped the ante. So I um the price I'm point not for responsible that. for any of this. <laughs> the Patreon price point has risen. At yes, it has. Yeah, uh, Patreon d- dramatically. It's, now it's like thousands of dollars. Uh, uh, you, at, t- you just call me for a good time. Yeah, eight, six seven five three zero oh, nine. At TDIKMN on Twitter. I'm at Texas Hour. MJ is at MJ Matsui. Jessica as at Jessica 1440839 right right all right we've been the names you know this is the names i know we both know we can't do nothing at As long as you do yours, land here, become feet, con. Yeah, uh, we, we yeah. do our thing, son. Who the act we attract to, hope to reach one. Uh, we, yeah. we, we do our thing, do it. Do it. We do our thing, son. Some will paint a piece, some will spray with a machine gun. It's mad work to be done. We, we, we do our thing, son.